Hi, we're back with another bonus episode of Speak Like a CEO, where we discover the secrets and pitfalls of CEO communication. I'm Lena, and I'm here with Oliver, my co-host. Hi there, I'm Oliver, I'm the co-host and um, the founder of Eopsa Communications. And today we wanted to share with you the 10 crucial steps to becoming a thought leader in your industry. We work with a lot of startups, after all, we are in Berlin, and uh, one of the questions that always comes up is, well, we want to be thought leader in our industry, we want to be known for you know, being really the best in, in what we do in the sector. How can we do that? How can we actually achieve that? Easier said than done, right? Right. <laughs> um, we think the first step is to analyze the media and social media ecosystem. So what are your competitors saying? Where do you stand against your competitors? Are there any openings or unmet needs that you can tap into, for example? And I think it's really important um, right at the start before you get into any of your communications is to kind of figure out what the status quo is. Um, what what are the, I guess, the opportunities for you? What are the threats? Um, and go from there. Yeah, and be yourself. I mean, be, be the one and only company you can be uh, rather than trying to copy what the competitors do. Exactly. So, Stay true to what makes sense exactly. for you. Um, analyzing the competition doesn't mean copying them. It just means you know what they're up to. So you can probably avoid that particular space and uh, find your own distinct voice. Exactly. So the second of our 10 steps is you need to clarify your value proposition. That's not who you are or what you do. It's really what value do you provide to your uh, audiences, to your customers. And uh, so in other words, what do you give to them? You know, why should they uh, bother to uh, you know, look into your product or service? It's really what you can do for them, what you can give to the world or your customers. And I think that's really important when maybe you've got an idea for a product um, and it could go in any direction. It could be for anyone with any kind of you know, needs. Um, it's really a good exercise to help you focus on what you're really going to offer and really make that like one big thing that makes you you and unique. Yeah, and no, our last workshop we had a good example where um, they had so many value propositions that they just found it hard to choose from. Uh, you know, is it is it aimed at uh, the digital nomad? Is it aimed at business travel, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So it's it's really important to clarify what your number one business proposition is, the value proposition, rather than having too many. And um, often people have too many ideas, too many thoughts. Uh, in a bucket, uh, we recommend to really um, reverse the process and start with a headline. We are the company that provides value to with such and such rather than uh, trying to scale it down later. Just start with one clear sentence. Couldn't agree more. And I think that really leads on to step number three, which is developing your storyline. And that's not only um, for the brand or the company, but it's also for you personally. So what makes you unique? Um, why should people listen to you? And the exercise we really like when we go through this is, you know, start with the why, then go to the how, then the what. Um, and then that really, you know, you find your hook in the why, right? It's like, what's right. the purpose of everything that you're doing here? Yeah, exactly. And when you have a good personal story and a good brand story and it really comes, comes together with a value proposition, then you have a very strong pitch, which is the next point. Um, number four is, is really to, to have a pitch for the media, to have a pitch for your customer, to have a pitch for investors. So the different audiences have, have different needs and different interests and you need to serve them. A journalist is interested in a good story and investors interested in money and numbers. Um, so you have to think hard about how you pitch your company to these different audiences. And I always use the 5P proper preparation prevents poor pitches, uh, which is definitely applicable here. Do you think that people should have different pitches based on different audiences? 
Absolutely, yeah. They will not vary to a huge degree, but they need to be tailor-made. Um, and what's, what's pretty clear is they need to be written down. So you don't have to repeat them verbatim, but you need to be pretty clear about what they are and then stick to that wording pretty much while being able to talk about it easily, of course. Know it in your sleep. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Being able to wake up at 3am and know what you want to pitch to whom. So number five, get noticed. Go out and talk to the media. Super important step. Um, and crucially, go out and talk to the media before you have your story. So there's no use sending an email to a journalist when you've got you know your big product launch tomorrow it's too late and they don't know who you are and why should they care about you um so you know start early send out a few emails you know go to events make contacts network all those things and really build and nurture those relationships early uh, do you think press releases still have value in that, that arena it's hard to say. I don't think they're the be-all and end-all of media relations now. I think there's so many other ways you can go about it, you know, from connecting on LinkedIn to messaging on Twitter, following their articles on the website. Um, suddenly a press release can help to clarify your own thinking and find what's the hook, um, but it shouldn't be the thing you rely on. Yeah, indeed. And the subject line is super important. Journalists often gets two, 300 uh, emails or press releases a day. So if the subject line uh, isn't great, they won't open it. If they don't know you, they probably won't open it. So make sure you have a relationship there totally agree there mm. so get the word out go on podcast that's number six uh, they would say that wouldn't they you may think because we have a podcast or we have a podcast uh, but podcast is actually a pretty good uh, tool to reach audiences because they tend to be quite niche and they're easier to get on than uh, say you know magazine or other media yeah and I love a podcast because it's a really great chance to kind of share your expert opinion in probably a longer format than you usually get yeah it's very so, intimate isn't it yeah. and, and you can easily build trust because people hear your voice and he is talking uh, and they can do it while they're driving or cooking or whatever. Exactly. It's very, uh, very intimate. And that's quite similar to step seven, step up to the mic and speak with impact at events. So there's nothing like being there in person and being able to stand in front of an audience and kind of share your, I guess, your vision for the company and the future of your products. So yeah. get out there and talk to people. In indeed. So number eight is uh, develop a digital strategy with impact, geared for impact. And uh, obviously everyone's present on social media, so that's not even the topic. But uh, in the age of information overload and uh, just being so much content out there, it's, it's harder to, to be seen. So having the right strategy, which looks at tone of voice, for instance, at the different channels, uh, also the, the workflow, how do you actually make it happen consistently every day to build the brand online? Uh, that's These are big questions which every uh, company needs to uh, tackle these days. Yeah. So you might be thinking, this all sounds great, but how can I do this? I've got so much going on. Number nine, we suggest launch a, launch a campaign. Decide on a goal, decide on a timeline and work your way backwards. Um, and we think that's a really effective and efficient yeah. way of working because it really you know, puts your focus on a specific goal and you can test whether it works or not. Yeah, indeed. And uh, that's how you really cut through the noise. And uh, if you're interested in that subject, we have a whole uh, podcast on it. Uh, yeah, on and an ebook as well. And an ebook. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets a bigger and bigger topic because uh, you know, many traditional tools, press releases, press conferences, they hardly work unless you have some really hard big news. Um, but campaigns actually do get noticed. Right, number 10, the last point, probably the most important one because it makes one to nine happen is execute. Uh, that means that you have to block time ideally every day 
uh, be it an hour, be it half an hour at least, and work on these steps and get the word out. You might say, oh, I'm really busy at building the business. Well, guess what? This is building the business because if no one knows who you are or why they should buy your service or product, um, you know, chances are your business will not be successful. And I think that's where that's why a lot of businesses actually fail. Um, they have a good product or a good service, but no one knows about it. Um, and being a thought leader is therefore not a nice to have. It really is, you know, should be a cornerstone of every startup strategy. I totally agree with that. And I think sometimes it's important just to get started and go out there and do things. Right. Um, and that's really what makes you a thought leader. In, indeed, opportunities come to those who are seen and be seen. Uh, and, and usually then one thing leads to another. So you speak at a conference, someone invites you to a podcast, someone else listens to the podcast, wants to write a piece about you, etc., etc. So one good thing leads to another and then you're in a virtuous circle and it's like the flywheel. So you have to push quite hard in the beginning. But uh, once it's uh, moving and spinning, uh, it works actually really well and it doesn't require that much effort anymore. I love it. So those are our top tips for becoming a thought leader in your industry. Let us know if you think we've missed anything. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, send us your comments, uh, send us your emails. Uh, if you want to learn more and get more exclusive content, uh, go to speaklikeaceo.org and sign up to the newsletter uh, where you hear about um, the latest CEOs we interviews, their insights, and also our upcoming book, which is really exciting. See you next time. See you. Bye.